You may have noticed government can pretty much screw up, well, anything, normally a combination of arrogance, lack of competence, most especially lack of accountability. And government is about to do that again. They're about to, to take the amazingly fortunate, positive occurrence of Omicron and turn it into a disaster. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. You may be aware that the experts are saying Omicron is going to spread around the globe in an astoundingly rapid pace. Now, within just several weeks, the entire world will be swamped with Omicron. So let's just take a look at some U.S. numbers. Using the CDC's metrics for taking known infections and estimating total infections, as of December 19th, 2021, again, according to the CDC's estimates, 254 million Americans have been infected with SARS-CoV-2. According to the U.S. Census clock, as of today, this morning, when I was on my computer checking in preparation for this video, the population of the United States is 333 million. So that leaves us with 79 million, just 79 million, who have not been infected with SARS-CoV-2. These same experts that are saying it's going to swamp the entire planet are talking about new daily infections here in the United States reaching 1 million per day. Now, of course, you don't wake up one morning and it's a million per day. I think yesterday, when I looked back over the last week or so, the average was about 120,000 new daily infections. So, in order to get to a million new daily infections, that would have to increase from 120,000. So what you'd see was that it would hit 200,000 on average. We're talking about, like, say, the average for a week. It would hit 200,000, and then 500,000, and then, say, 700,000. And you get the point, right? And eventually you're going to get to a million infections a day. In other words, if this dramatic increase in the spread of Omicron actually does occur within roughly seven weeks, every single person in the United States will have been infected with SARS-CoV-2. Then what? When we ask the question, then what? A lot of expositors are saying, this is going to be wonderful. Everyone in the United States is going to get infected, and we're going to finally achieve herd immunity. So, no. And the no is because of the vaccines. I've talked a lot over the last several months about the fact that the vaccines do not activate production of memory T-cells in the body, and memory T-cells are the essential component of the human immune system that actually creates the societal phenomenon we call herd immunity. So a very simple equation is no memory T-cells, no herd immunity. However, today, I'm not going to go into all of that, but I am going to put links to two videos down in the notes. One of the videos is the science of why the vaccines do not activate production of memory T-cells, and the second one is two peripheral or tangential but critical questions concerning the memory T-cell issue that the establishment has never answered and refuses to answer, and at this point in history has refused to even look at or research. I will say this, though, before I move on. If we hit... 100% infections for SARS-CoV-2 in the United States and herd immunity does not occur, that will be absolute unassailable evidence that all the things I've been telling you for the last several months are factual. If you want to be truly informed concerning SARS-CoV-2, the vaccines and the memory T-cell issue, I encourage you to watch both those videos that I'll link below. 
Moving on to the main thrust of the video, let's take a look at Omicron's symptomology. The UK is currently one of the hotspots in the world for Omicron. It also happens to have nationalized healthcare, so information flows directly from the healthcare providers up to a national database. So they are able to share information of what's going on in the UK on the whole. They have recorded the five most common symptoms from somebody infected with Omicron if the person is symptomatic at all. And those five symptoms are runny nose, headache, fatigue, sneezing, sore throat. And I think the important thing to add to this, those are the top five. So it's important to understand that unless something exceedingly rare occurs with a particular individual, Omicron is not causing serious illness. And I think it needs to be said that these symptoms, the symptomology, is the same in vaccinated people and unvaccinated people. Understanding the symptomology and the predicted massive spread of Omicron, let's talk about the consequences to society, to the economy, if SARS-CoV-2 protocols that have been in place for almost two years now remain in place as Omicron spreads massively throughout the United States, if those predictions are accurate. The primary protocol to which I'm referring is when a person knows or suspects they've been infected with SARS-CoV-2, in this case we're talking about Omicron, they have to self-isolate for 10 days. Now, when I say have to, most states have that as part of their emergency orders, and most employers are insisting on that. As infections ramp up to a million a day, if that's going to happen, and then we see infections day after day after day after day at a million per day... If we imagine that's going to go on for 60 days, then that means that 60 million people won't be going to work because they'll be self-isolating. And what that would look like in a practical sense is for each 10-day period, within that 60-day period, for that 10 to each 10-day period, 10 million people would not go to work in the United States. That said, it won't happen exactly like that because people are going to infect others that they work with. No, masks aren't going to stop this. So what's going to happen is in certain businesses or locales of various locales of larger corporations, you're going to see Omicron sweep through that contained environment. In other words, it's entirely possible, if not likely, that in many businesses, suddenly within a 10-day period, 90% of their workforce is going to have to stay home and isolate for 10 days. If we look at large corporations with many, many employees over a number of locations, we'll probably see this happen in waves. So at any given time, they'll be down 50, 60, 70 percent of their employees. It's going to be very difficult for corporations with multiple locations to remain open when they're missing 50 or 60 percent of their workforce on any given day, especially if it goes in waves. So this is a cyclical event. They're down 60 percent, then 50 percent, then 30 percent, then they're down 65 percent. And this just rolls as Omicron permeates their workforce. It's hard to keep the doors open under those circumstances. And of course, if you have, say, a smaller business with a single location and it's down 80, 90% of its workers, it's not going to be able to keep the doors open. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying that the idea of 10-day self-isolating is inherently in every situation problematic. When the infections were moving slowly, say back when the wild virus alpha variant was out there, 
10-day self-isolation may have made sense. However, if you're talking about Omicron that the experts are predicting will completely engulf the United States, every single person will be infected within six to eight weeks, then no, 10-day self-isolation for everybody who has SARS-CoV-2 or believes they have SARS-CoV-2 is utterly and completely and thoroughly destructive to the economy. It's the wrong tool for a new circumstance. But of course, you can bet your bottom dollar that government isn't going to figure this out. Government is going to stick by the same old rules it's been playing with. I mean, that's how government does. So let's talk about the advantages of the 10-day self-isolation policy in context of Omicron. What advantage does it bring to the table? That would be zero, because the experts who are predicting this wave of Omicron that's going to sweep not just the United States, but the entire world, are making that prediction within the context of 10-day self-isolation. In other words, if they're right, then everyone in the United States is going to be exposed to Omicron within roughly seven weeks if you self-isolate or if you don't. So if we're going to have the same outcome no matter what, then why would you destroy the economy? Again, when it does not change the outcome. Also, I should be clear that the vaccines are not going to protect you from Omicron. If you've been relying on the vaccine protection in the hope that you're not going to be infected with SARS-CoV-2, Omicron is changing that game. Prepare to be disappointed. Now, there are some agencies like the New York City Health Department that is putting out grossly falsified data. I hope eventually somebody investigates it and they get prosecuted and put in jail for it. I mean, it's just obscenely falsified data. But let me share something with you that gives you some indication of vaccination within the context of Omicron. Cornell University reports that 903 students tested positive over a one-week period. Most of them were Omicron. Nearly every infected person was vaccinated. Here is part of Cornell's public statement, quote, virtually every case of the Omicron variant to date has been found in fully vaccinated students, a portion of whom have also received a booster shot, close quote. Am I telling people who have a runny nose or a scratchy throat over the next six, eight, 10 weeks, just Go to work. No, I'm not saying that. The reason I'm not saying that is because those people who engage in censorship, who are protecting the establishment narrative from data, facts, evidence, logic, and reason, would likely take down this presentation if I were to advocate that. So let me be clear. I'm not advocating that. Okay, with that under our belt, I would advocate that you share this with business owners, business managers, executive staff you may know, in the hope that understanding the data and understanding the dynamics we're entering into, they can set company policies in a way that makes the most sense for their company and their workers, rather than perhaps just following out-of-date dogma. If you value this kind of fact-based rational analysis, I'd like to encourage you to go to drreality.news. Pick yourself up a copy of Body Science or Income Tax Shattering the Myths. Each of those will prove themselves to be two of the most fascinating books you have ever read in your entire life. You have my word on that. Each of them destroys establishment dogma and brings you the law or brings you the physiology, whatever the case is in their respective fields. 
then right now for the Christmas season, if you purchase Income Tax Shattering the Mist and Body Science together as a single product, I will go ahead and put that in the notes, the link to that in the notes below, I will inscribe and autograph each book for you. I do want to add that because we're so close to Christmas now, it is highly unlikely that you're going to receive the books before December 25th. However, I only do this once a year as a Christmas special. So if you're looking to get some amazingly intriguing, fascinating, life-altering books and have them inscribed and autographed, this is the time to take advantage of it. Also, in doing so, you help me to continue to be here for you with these fact-based, rational presentations and analysis. Thank you.